0: Hello, I'm Luke. Yeah, I'm Dave, and welcome back to the Unbelievable Meat Podcast. It's been a while, Luke, and yes. I believe since we last did this, you've uh, you've become a dad again. Congratulations. Thanks very much. Yeah, third time
1: lucky. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, third time. Well
0: uh, done. Some pretty kid. powerful sperm. I'll we'll well, be happy with
1: that. Yeah, can't complain. It's uh, super spunk.
0: Well, yeah, you heard it here first. (laughs) Um, All right then. I I believe you've got a quiz, a quick quiz for me to start today off. I'm afraid, as a one-off, we have no eleven on the grounds that I was too tired to come up with a theme.
1: Well, and I think we've uh, we've pretty much done just about any theme.
0: We have. I uh, mean, this is I think this is episode twenty nine or thirty. Yeah. And we've had an 11 for every other one, so,
1: yeah, we are yeah,
0: going to be stroking think... the barrel a bit at some point. There's only, yeah, like, I think... so much you can do with Jovino, and I don't know. <laughs> that...
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, I think we've had, because we've had a little break, uh, I've sort of split uh, the existing episodes into sort of, like, two seasons, if you like. So, let's just say this is the start of the third, and all right, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do an eleven when we can think of something. Um, but we'll, but don't fear, listeners. We will fill your ears with other such nonsense, such also, as a, yeah. A I mean, it's
0: it, it's free, so take what you fucking given. <laughs> right? You're not you're not paying for any of this. So, um in that yeah. like what uh, the health minister
1: says about the NHS? <laughs> yeah, that and no Oxford commas. Yeah, yeah. To uh, to, to elderly people in agony in corridors. Look, it's fucking free, all right? Take what you can
0: care. <laughs> yeah. Three month, three month wait for a new episode of Unbelievable me. We're not apologizing, are we? As half as only half as long as it takes to see you GP. Yeah, yeah
1: it's, yeah. it's only it's only a, a fraction of the time you'd wait for a new hit. So look. Um but yeah, so I've put together a little quiz for you. Uh, it's right. only a short one because of uh, the sort of subject
0: content, if you like. It's quite hard to put together. Um, right. Are but... you um? Are you put off at all, Luke? This doesn't really work very well by the medium of audio. But I'm in a new apartment, so but I yeah, mean, there are, is yeah. there has been a change of uh, Netherlands Meet HQ. Are you um? Yeah, are you well, finding it's, it unsettling. Like it is when... different. Yeah. There's no uh. There's no. Random
1: people walking behind you. Uh, no,
0: I'd be surprised if there was. Yeah. It's on the fourth floor. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how are you finding the, your new place? How's.
0: Uh, I love right it, down? mate. It's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, really, really, really like it here. Pretty settled already. So uh, yeah, all would good. You Say, would you say it's uh, better than
1: sort of other areas that you've been to? I mean, do
0: you mean in terms of cities? It's my favourite city in the Netherlands. Y-
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've you visited some. Uh, well, you visited nearly every city in the Netherlands, didn't you? Since you've been there, with through football, well, near enough. You've
0: been, yeah, near here, enough,
1: near enough. So, yeah. uh, you know, we'll we'll go over your adventures in a little bit because you had
0: uh, an in- interesting time the other night, didn't you? At, uh, I did. Back. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was something. Um, you'll hear about my um my my taxi woes. It was uh, hardly a trip on the Banbury bus, I'll tell you. Went to go and watch his favorite school his fa- your favorite school, sport go
1: go knack. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so I've put together a little quiz um and it's basically called EastEnders or East Hindus, and it and what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out either. Well, I'm going to I'm going to set a scene for you, and you've got to guess whether it's related to EastEnders or a Hindu that's uh, gone wrong. So it could, it could potentially be called EastEnders or cheap Hindus. Uh, I like it. Do
0: you think um, after he retires from playing for England, Jordan Henderson will start Jordan's Hendus? Oh, he's got hen- Hendo's Hendus, yeah.
1: H- hendo's Hendus. Uh, that would. I mean, I'd I'd hire him. Do you reckon he'll go on as like a stripper or something? No,
0: I reckon he'll outsource that to less famous England players from the past. What like? What like? like Dari- uh, Darius for in a thong. <laughs>
1: Oh, I thought he was going to say Darius. Then he's died, isn't he? <laughs> oh yeah,
0: that's also happened since the last episode. Yeah. R.I.B. Yeah, so
1: Darius. So much has happened.
0: So I mean, Dar- so gonna... D- Darius died, and we've come to that before the death of the queen. And uh, somehow,
1: yeah. yeah, true. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, it's everyone knows about the death of the queen, but I just think, you know, maybe. Not everyone's Darius maybe isn't getting the 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 love um, that he deserves.
0: I heard there were over a million people who went to see Darius lying in state in London. I've, I don't I don't know if that's uh, true, but yeah.
1: Wait, apparently I, I read uh, I read online that David Beckham queued up for thirteen hours to to go just to, to see Darius.
0: Darius. Yeah, yeah. so
1: <laughs> so first uh, first sort of part of this quiz you've got to guess whether it's related to uh, Eastenders or East Hindus
0: okay um, all right I'm ready so I'm gonna re- I'm, I'm gonna crying.
1: read you a, I'm gonna read you a scene uh, and basically you've got to guess whether it is it a scene from Eastenders or is it a real Hindu uh, news? Story. a real life Hindu gone wrong so the sort of headline, is it? It was pitch black and freezing, and everyone was crying. Now, is that is that a freeze frame from an episode of EastEnders, or is it a Hindu that's gone wrong?
0: I'm gonna say EastEnders. Oh, you sure. Well, I've obviously got it wrong now you said that, <laughs> but I mean, I don't, there are only two options. I can't go back. So, so this was a,
1: a, a Hindu, do, unfortunately, um, and it's basically some woman. They said, they went, we went to a super isolated cottage in the highlands of Scotland, but the key hadn't been left under the pot and there was no signal on our phones. Three of us walked around for ages trying to get signal and the other three of us stayed. Bear in mind this was in November. Uh three for three, after three hours it was pitch black and everyone was crying. We got through to the Ono who just says it's under the pot. Uh and the signal goes. And then basically everyone was just huddled up uh on the doorstep for hours instead of just sort of I don't know, going somewhere else.
0: I suppose He's it was If I was locked outside for three hours, I'd be annoyed. I'm not sure I'd cry. But, I mean, equally. But then again, I spoke to you when I accidentally locked myself out of my apartment last month. And I was like, Luke, this is (laughs) like a disaster. So, yeah, maybe I can't
1: can't really talk. Yeah, but to be fair, I mean, you handled it pretty well. You, You sort of just went into your garden and watched Dog Fart. Uh, yeah, that's, that's wait, wait, correct. Waiting for the guy to turn up, so oh. you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be honest, I've got no sympathy with these because I think they deserve it for going to a cottage in Scotland for a Hendu rather than a Weatherspoons. Um, so yeah, have you ever been so, on a Hendu? Uh, not. I've not. No, I've never been invited to one. Uh, I don't think I've never been on a stag do either. To be honest.
0: You know, um, my brother went on a hen do once and there's a photo of him <laughs> holding a giant inflatable penis. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know.
1: Oh, brilliant. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I've never been to I've never been to either. And I can't did you, say... Did it, you have your own stag do before you got married? Uh, I don't think I had one. I think I just sort yeah. of went to the pub. Well,
0: that's um, a stag do.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't like, you know, I didn't go mental uh, and get tied to a, you know. Did, did you go to the pub
0: in Chad?
1: Yeah, I went to, uh, went to the Chad Arms. The Chad um, Arms, classic. <laughs> <laughs> so, unfortunately, mate, you're, you're one nil down at the moment. Um, All right. But you've got a chance to bring it back here and get uh, one out of two. So, if I give you the phrase, get Johnny week, it, is that part of a storyline on EastEnders? Or is it a promotional uh, being run by a hen party company that are basically just, they, they've got a stripper called Johnny and they're saying for this week, you can, you can have him at your
0: I'm going to go. I think everything sounds like EastEnders. So I'm going to go
1: EastEnders again. Yeah, this one, this one is EastEnders. Uh, it's Get Johnny Week. Uh, it's a week-long storyline in which uh, it first screened in March 2006. Uh, and it refers to the character Johnny Allen. Oh, yeah. By Bill Murray, uh, the show's main antagonist. Uh, basically, it was just when they were trying to get him
0: um, would you yeah. say that 2006 is peak tv burp i think of that yeah, as like I the absolute i'd was, say like it? 2006 to 2008 i, I would say it's like a high watermark of tv burp when they had, had a, recently, that recently it, yeah it it they had really colin was. and justin on uh singing <laughs> Bob the builder theme tune <laughs> with their child dressed as a monkey and I'm just like, what other <laughs> TV show would ever have produced
1: this? Oh god. Yeah, no, yeah, I think I think that time was it was pinnacle TV, but like you so, say, you know, we recently sort of found out that it, it ran all the way until 2012, didn't it? Two thousand and twelve. And yeah, uh, yeah it's it, it, it's strange to think that because it just it it feels like a an absolutely sort of pre two thousand and ten thing um I don't know it's just odd so i moved to I moved to Plymouth in two thousand and eleven and there is no way it feels like that that was on t v still when I
0: moved no no exactly oh, weird i now. mean this is we're talking this is andre villas Boas in the Premier League era, and t v Burp's still on yeah. It's like when Aguero scored, they were probably showing the last episode of TV but on but
1: yeah, ITV. On, I t, yeah, that was yeah, yeah. The Aguero go was on ITV, and uh, Harry Hill was on ITV two, probably hmm. doing a doing a gag about Coronation Street or something.
0: Do you think if Harry Hill had been up front for City and he'd had that chance, do you reckon he would have finished it? Yeah, he's got massive me. Yeah, sure, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. He wears he wears
1: massive clogs, so I reckon. He one would of
0: the these, yeah, one of the few football conspiracy theories I actually buy into is I definitely think Joey Barton got himself sent off on purpose in you that reckon? game. Yeah, a hundred percent. What? Because he's a scouser, and well, because something. he played for City for years. Yeah, no, I, th- I think I well, think he yeah. agreed with them when it kind of looked like QPR were going to stay up anyway. Yeah, I, th- I think he got sent off on purpose. Because he just like yeah. suddenly kicked off over nothing, and it was like, this yeah. is weird. Do, do yeah.
1: you reckon? Do you reckon he was that good of a player that he would have made a difference if he stayed on the pitch, though?
0: But just in terms of numbers. Yeah, I suppose. But like he if he got subbed a... off, whatever. But yeah, but um, I just think. He, I, yeah, I do. I do. I think. I think it, it unsettled be... his own team as well.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Like the fact yeah. that he got he kicked off and then got sent off because they were two one up and then he got sent off and then they lost. And it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's oh, just, I, I think either he decided to do it or they approached him beforehand and said, wouldn't I wouldn't me. put anything past them because they're a massive bunch of nonsense. Yeah.
1: Um, well, yeah, I don't think there's ever been a football team. Well, I mean, maybe, uh, no, I mean, Sigurdsson, uh, but, but besides Sigurdsson, I don't think there's ever been a football team that's employed. That many sex offenders?
0: No, I mean Rubino, Uh Let me think. There's Mendy. Yeah, Johnson. there's the Mendy case. Johnson. I'm certain there are others. There's got to be in there. I mean, yeah, I'm
1: sure. Probably find out. Ched Evans and uh, Thomas. Partey yeah, Ched e-
0: Evans was there. That's where he was started. He really?
1: Yeah, he started oh, the City. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really are. A massive.
0: I mean, it's only a matter of time before we watch it. I mean, jokes aside, the um, Barry Bennell, the guy who was a crew who got done for being a paedophile. He was city coach in the nineties as well. After he was at crew, so as obviously, I mean, are, not enough, not enough people listen to this podcast um for it to this to be libelous. So yeah, let's go for it. They are a club well, with a history. Of employing and overlooking criminals, I don't think it's libelous. It's I think uh, it's fact.
1: Yeah, get, uh, fair can't, enough. Can't, you know these people have been nicked and sent down for it. They're uh, basically this the yeah. Celtic, I mean, Mendy
0: hasn't. That's a ongoing. I think so, but all the others been accused, have been convicted. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I suppose uh, Thomas Partey was uh, only accused wasn't he, as well.
0: Yeah, they certainly had quite fire, a lot of people quite a lot of people involved with a a high level um convicted I do think as well. Serious sexual crimes. Yep. Like on the
1: Partey thing, there's sort of arguably there was only as much evidence as there was for the Mason Greenwood thing. So and I think the way Man United deal dealt with Mason Greenwood was like a million times better than the way Arsenal dealt with Thomas Partey the fact that he's still playing for them.
0: yeah Yeah, um, Greenwood is still technically registered with us, but I don't think he's got a contract. I think yeah. it's just because he's not registered as a homegrown player. Yeah. yeah I think I mean, essentially that- because if he is found innocent, which could still happen, um, yeah. it would mean that the club can There's kind of re-employ him without all the kind yeah. of bureaucracy, but I I think United, broadly speaking, have done the right thing. And from what I can tell, obviously I'm biased, but from what I can tell, it wasn't known about at the club before Harriet Robson put the audio recording yeah. out. So I don't think United yeah. have covered it up. Exactly. I mean,
1: the only other the only other sort of uh, massive wronging that you can associate with uh, United, I suppose, is is Ryan Giggs. Uh, Do you mean the
0: the people's poet? But yeah, that's what the I was Salford going to The Salford Bard, Ryan. Giggs. All,
1: all, all the things that have happened since we last recorded, we've got some uh, poetry from Ryan Giggs that's come to come to light, hasn't it? And certainly uh, the
0: first man ever to rhyme Neville with Breville, the um, <laughs> the uh, kitchen appliance business. I wonder if you were if you are like I don't know, head of press at Breville, which presumably they have one. Yeah, Is it a good somewhere. day for you or not if Ryan Giggs quote <sighs> mentions your product? Because on the one hand, it's free exposure, but on the other hand, he's I mean,
1: it's probably it's probably good for the brand that you know, like you know, like Hoover. Um, not every Hoover's a Hoover, but everyone calls it a Hoover because the Hoover are the brand for yep. Hoover's. It's probably And he was the guy name.
0: who owned the patent, yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's probably a good thing for Breville that they're just known as the toasted sandwich maker.
0: That runs um, with Gary Neville. That should yeah. be their next ad campaign. <laughs> what is really good at making bread and runs with Neville? And they what, would they what, can get to Ro- gigs. Giggs to front like Paddy <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, what they should do is they should be smart about it and get Rodri Giggs in to do their next ad campaign for Breville. Uh, and maybe, maybe even have Gary Neville in it, but I don't think Gary Neville would because I reckon secretly he still makes with uh Ryan Giggs.
0: Well, he was one of his character witnesses. Also, I think Roderick Giggs' uh Breville toaster has to be the name of tonight's episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely.
1: Well, I wonder if you could make a Welsh bit in a Breville toaster. Uh...
0: I don't. Just cheese I mean, on toast, innit? Yeah, I'm not sure you could make a really good one, but you could make one. I mean, you it can is, technically I mean, kind of make anything in a toaster.
1: Yeah, true. Did I tell you about that time when I tried to make uh, pork chops? Was it? Yes. No, lamb chops. Yeah. In the toaster, I laid it on its side. And I thought, well, if you, it'd just be like a grill, wouldn't it? If you lay it on its side. But then all the fat sort of dripped out onto the elements, and it just ended up shorting it. I had to get a new toaster. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just don't don't toast me. I think that's the. Um, oh, yeah, but it's you a know, grill, the culinary advice.
1: Grill, I suppose. Uh, I don't know. I would like to put. Um, do you know what I've always wanted? Do you know them like conveyor belts that you put bread on? In like all-inclusive holidays that just toast your bread. Yeah. I really want one of them.
0: Yeah, that'd be good. They're massive, but they're massive, and it'd they? be so extravagant. But it would be <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> you imagine that, like we're li- we're in the midst of a cost of living crisis, and I buy a, com- a, to- a conveyor belt toaster that's constantly on, so it just burns electricity.
0: I've spent all our savings for the kids, but here's yeah, the thing. Yeah. Sorry, guys. No but, more, yeah, no, more na- no more, no more nappies for the next year. <laughs> yeah, you know, I said I was going to
1: take everyone on a holiday. Well, even better, I've brought the holiday to us. Look, look at this conveyor belt toaster. To be fair, that
0: is a week of fun, at least.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon you could you could go all out and buy them little sachets of butter and stuff. Just to give you the full experience.
0: That'd be nice. <laughs> you could put the butter on at like the top, the start of the conveyor belt. Just and then by the end, it's it's done. Melted, melted and toasted. If you're listening, let us know what's the weirdest thing you've ever put in a toaster. Have you ever put a lamb chop in a toaster, like Lou? Yeah. Yeah.
1: But any meat products uh or any just meat i mean you know you might have put a bit of yourself in a toaster yeah who knows so i wonder if any uh any of them sort of like cannibal cases that you hear about Have ever
0: anyone's warmed their choice. knob first
1: before yeah. It being yeah well have you heard that sort of like urban myth that might be true about that cannibal tribe in the amazon or something that show you porn before they eat you so you get an erection and there's more meat <laughs> Apparently, that's uh that's a real thing. They've just got like, I mean, I don't know how they would show you Paul. I've just assumed that they've like killed a backpacker from the seventies, and they've just got loads of mint condition oldish issues of Razzle or
0: something. I can't imagine the Wi-Fi is all that good in the Amazon. Oh, no, they're definitely not showing you it on their iPhones. Yeah.
1: So they must have paper. Like all these issues of Playboy. Yeah, like
0: or they've got like a, what would they call Do They used to have at school like an overhead projector. Oh, H. yeah. Like a, yeah. V, a VHS yeah, showing onto, Ron on, Jeremy like, in someone's mouth.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, projected onto like some sort of Jaguar skin that they've tightened over a
0: screen or something. I don't know about you, mate. That'd get me hard as a rock.
1: <laughs> yeah and I mean to be fair if I was in the Amazon I would probably have like constant semi on anyway because all the women have got their tits out right?
0: apparently well, the tri-
1: so. tri- tribal women anyway I, mean, I think if you like go to the civilised parts of uh, the Amazon you know like bits of Brazil and that I think they just they've got like bikinis on and stuff,
0: so. yeah, but the other bits are more like the sort of women of chat and
1: yeah, just tits out. If you wander through, do you know? It always amazes me though, right? Do you know that there's always like, well, I don't know if, how true it is, but I always used to like hear in conversation and stuff that if if you're a woman and you don't wear a bra, your tits just get really saggy. But all of those like natural, uh, what is it called? Nat Geo, Ge- National Geographic documentaries. Of, like, I'm quite rich.
0: interested. I think I definitely think you're one of those people who has used National Geographic documentaries as porn. Uh, I don't know if it, it's. Oh, I don't know.
1: I mean, I definitely not to the point of you know knocking one out to it, but I've definitely enjoyed watching it. Uh, and that was just the episode where it was like polar bears killing seals and stuff.
0: I'm just imagining like <laughs> your missus walking in on you with your pants on your ankles and you're just showing. It's educational. I'm learning about, about the tribes of Mali. Did I tell
1: you about a man that I used to work with called uh, Dimitri, uh, And he he got caught. So apparently he had this. He he reckons he had this medical condition where his testicles got really hot. And uh, so, (laughs) okay, I'm listening. He said said in the evenings, he's like, he he didn't tell his wife about it or whatever, but obviously, like some evenings, she'd go to bed early. uh, And when she did, he used to just sort of get his balls out. Um, In the, he said, pull his trousers down, sit there in his pants, and he'd either like pull his pants up and just pop his bollocks out the side. Just like, just like open the button. Uh, Popping them out the
0: side is somehow much worse, I
1: don't know why Just just set them free Uh, But anyway, apparently he used to do this and obviously his wife wasn't aware that he had like, he he had this issue with him. and uh, I think he was watching Game of Thrones which is like notoriously sex heavy Uh, She come downstairs to get a drink or something and just saw him watching like a sex scene with his bollocks out and thought he was you know and uh, yeah, apparently he had to sleep on the sofa. Which, if you found someone doing that, that isn't a punishment. Making them sleep on the sofa because they'll just be jerking themselves silly when you're not there. But yeah, uh, yeah apparently he had to sleep on the sofa for about a week. He was coming into work absolutely knackered. Uh, yeah. So I can't remember if I ever told you that.
0: So thanks. But uh, yeah, hope his <laughs> balls have cooled down a bit now.
1: <laughs> Well, I haven't I haven't seen him in ages and I've just imagined, like, I mean, when we had those really hot days recently, I did think of him. I think
0: oh, I wonder how he's getting on with his, uh... You should have messaged him and been, like, thinking of you at this difficult time. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so,
1: yeah. Oh, just seen the weather forecast, mate. How are you bollocks? <laughs> Imagine I haven't spoken to him in about two years and he just gets that pop-up on his Facebook.
0: Hmm.
1: Thinking of you and your hot testicles.
0: Yeah, that's perfectly normal <laughs> message. Talking of um strange behavior, Luke, I found the vintage story from Cornwall. your neck of the woods, Devon and Cornwall, which is yes. chair rage. Please hunt for man who <laughs> chewed bus seat Um, so I don't know if they did ever catch him. This is from 2012, the Brilliant. While Sergio Aguero was scoring against QPR <laughs> and, um, ooh, TV ooh, sorry, I just got a notification that our meeting will end in 10 minutes. So we might have to, yeah, sorry, this is not very That's helpful right. if you're listening to the audio, but <laughs> we, might, we might need to quit and come back on. Anyway, yeah. uh, police in Devon are asking for help in finding a bus passenger who caused £200 worth of damage by eating his seat, or at least a chunk of it. He was travelling on the bus in Paynton when he oh, began biting the leather seat. It's not clear whether he swallowed the hunk of seat or spat it out, but CCTV footage brought the suspect gripping a bottle of fizzy drink, which he might have used <laughs> to wash it down. And there is a picture of him with a bottle of Coke, and oh. the, leaning over the seat he's had a nibble of
1: Amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, don't surprise me. I mean, painting, it's pretty close to like Torbay uh, and most people there are sort of off their head on mushrooms or something. So it wouldn't surprise me that he's decided to eat a chair on a bus. He probably thought it was some sort of snack. Yeah,
0: some sort of sponge cake or something. <laughs> yeah.
1: well- so... uh have you got any other weird news for me?
0: Apart from the old, uh, the old Chairman Mao, um, yeah, I do. <laughs> um, the Britain's heaviest man vows Brilliant. he'll call police if nurses won't let him have fizzy pot. Uh, he and he pop. Said he said that fizzy oh, pop, not fizzy pop. <laughs> no, um, if they unless they'll let him the for life and um, have a load of cocaine. Yeah, but I. Jason Holt, age 32, not to be confused with the um, former hips player Jason Holt. Um said so he yeah. feels as though he's been tortured. Um he weighs 47 stone. Fair enough. Fucking okay, no. hell previously drink three liters worth of soft drinks every day. As a man who drinks about yeah two-thirds of a liter of soft drink every day. Um, I'm not that much better, but um so it's yeah, but you
1: don't weigh 42 stone, do you?
0: Not quite, but I'm getting there. I think um, it's... Uh, that's
1: insane. 47, mate. 47. Oh,
0: 47, Christ. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they've now put him on a strict diet regime where he can drink up to 1.5 litres in a 24-hour period. But he said that he keeps trying to explain to them that he's got his human rights and he should be allowed to drink what he wants. But Just have a squash. Said, yeah, he said at the moment they're only permitting him to have, like, one at a time. That's insane, mate. Yeah. I mean...
1: Where'd you start? But then,
0: then again... But then again... Like, if you've not committed yourself and you've been forced into hospital and they're telling you, you know, do people... You know, I kind of think he's right in a sense that, oh know, yeah, people people have the right to live as shitty, unhealthy life as they want. Yeah,
1: if he's if he's involuntary, if he's in the hospital, uh, you know, on an involuntary basis, then fair enough. But then I would equally say, like, if you don't want help, mate, go home because someone else will have that bed. Uh, go on,
0: someone someone else will have that can of diet coke
1: yeah, yeah yeah get your cell phone mate uh stop off at londis on the way back and get get a crate
0: of fizzy pop and knock yourself out mate i, I that's think that's i, I right. talked about the west Hampstead londis on the last episode but it was the one near where i lived when i first lived in london and it is the worst supermarket I've ever been in. Like genuinely, <laughs> about half the stuff was out of date. Oh. It was proper dirty. It didn't really have a proper door. It had like, it was more like, do you know those flaps you go yeah. through, like at a butcher's? Yeah. It just had like big, that big, to like get into the shop. Heavy, yeah. Yeah, heavy yeah.
1: Plastic, yeah.
0: Curtains. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and the guy who always worked there was really rude. It's just like, I don't know. It was one, but it was open till like 2am. So occasionally, if everywhere else was shut and you suddenly needed something, you were like, I've got to go to the fucking Londis. I mean, Um, you can't go
1: wrong with like a can of Coke or something because unless like the packaging is like really old, it's not going to go out of date, is it? It's in a tin.
0: No, I'm going to see if the West Hampstead Londis is still there. And if so, what the Google reviews and stuff are like. Yes. Yeah,
1: we've got to see what this is. I bet there, there's loads of one-stars.
0: <laughs> doesn't look like it's there anymore. It's just, yeah, shut down, in it? Probably. Probably on the basis that it
1: was not. With the uh, gentrification of West Hampstead, mate. it's. Yeah. They've shut the Londis down. They've put a bloody
0: Harrods there, the bastards. Oh, no, no, it's still there. So, like, yes. I found some, sorry, I found some reviews There are God. some suspicious Five star reviews that seem to be From the same person But we all have from, one all, One, all, all from one star at yeah, This place is co owned by the same guy that runs A post office across the street Similarly, things here are overpriced Not that great quality And just a general rip-off and not value for money In addition, he is incredibly rude they're probably still <laughs> the same guy. I would not come here. Um brilliant. Yeah, any others? Um let's see. Uh two, yeah, again, there's lots of five star reviews that don't really look legit. Yeah, they um, all from him, in they yeah, basically. That's yeah, why he's so um, rude.
1: People are interrupting him, put leaving reviews. Leaving
0: Uh-oh. reviews of his own shop. <laughs> But yeah, um that is a really that is a particularly shit Londis. I mean yeah, Londis I mean, in general is not very I would say is like Yeah I don't know, it's like the it's Jack it's. Rodwell of supermarkets. It's so <laughs> underwhelming and overpriced. I mean, you talking of like those Tes, titles, Tesco's the best. What what I Tesco think. Express you mean? No, I just think generally Tesco in is the general. best of the supermarkets, yeah. Do you reckon? I reckon in terms of range of products, mm. value for money, the fact yeah. that they're usually in places where you can actually park. Yeah, um, yeah I think they're yeah, probably I just, they're up there. Sainsbury's I mean, used to be good in like the 2000s, and then it went yeah, downhill. It's,
1: it's really expensive, isn't it, Sainsbury's? Yeah. The problem with it
0: but uh yeah
1: i mean the actual sort of like stuff in sainsbury's is quite nice but the, the
0: it is I think, but i don't like like i feel with tesco you kind of have the range of yeah you can choose not, whether you want like the value version or the regular version or the premium version <clears throat> yeah that's the problem with sainsbury's is like it's all
1: labeled as sort of like oh this is sainsbury stuff but it's not And then they charge like a little bit of a premium on top of it for it being Sainsbury's, but it's not good enough. Whereas somewhere like Waitrose can do that because their stuff is is better.
0: Yeah, I I reckon Waitrose, you do actually get that extra quality for the extra price. Yeah,
1: same as Marks and Spencers. Everyone like sags it off, but you do you genuinely like the stuff there is a little bit better. I mean, it's not it's not a, a million miles away but it is a little bit
0: better. I reckon where M&S is really good is like for party food and Christmas food. Yeah. Like yeah. they do a crack in Turkey and they also just like the stuff you have at Christmas, like, I don't know, like tempura prawns or some kids yeah, in blankets or like, yeah, they're, they're good at those like finger foods yeah. that you have for a party or a big event. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you are looking... With,
1: uh, sorry, got, go sorry. On.
0: I was going to say, if you are looking to cater a party, do not go to the Londis in West Hampstead. Yeah, definitely don't go there. Unless, Unless you want you like some out-of-date spam night. and some loo roll and love walking through one of those big plastic curtains. And you
1: like rude uh, customer service, which I suppose is a bit of a niche now, because you do get those restaurants where the staff shout at you and stuff as like a gimmick.
0: Yeah, we- so. <laughs> phones. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> but maybe he was... Uh, maybe that he was, that was head head usually head because I was too... To be fair, if I got shouted at in weather those things, it's, been, it's good usually because I was being a nuisance.
1: because you're um, just getting your knob out on one of the tables doing
0: the helicopter. Uh, back in my yeah, drinking days. <laughs> all, all sorts of antics. Um, yeah. yeah. One, um, one last story I had for you, Luke, which um, oh, involves a shop, actually this was in uh, India, stark naked thief steals from shop so the owners have installed a board outside with pictures of the naked man and a QR code to watch a video of him to try and um, find out who he is. So he's not been identified, but you can scan a QR code outside the shop to see a naked man whose bits have been pixelated out robbing the store. Oh, oh! Just that the
1: whole thing there is excellent. The fact that these people have gone to a tech company to get a QR code made up specifically to play that video,
0: <laughs> and the fact they bothered to pixelate out his drum because it's like we want him to go to jail, but we're not. Yeah, we're not going to
1: try to take his dignity, dignity
0: against.
1: Oh. Brilliant! What was he stealing? Do we know?
0: No, it doesn't say. It oh, does, um the shop is called the shop is called Culture Shop, like Culture the shop. old shop style. Is, that, uh, is uh, it owned I,
1: by Boy heard.
0: George. Boy
1: George, yeah. I to say. I think I think that's what they called the band before they decided to change and it to Love, Culture, Culture Club. Yeah, <laughs> Culture yeah. Shop. I think, yeah they. <clears throat> they teamed up with Corner Shop uh, and done like a tour. Just yeah, Corner that's
0: Shop. a good chat. I quite used to quite <laughs> like Corner Shop. Yeah, that do you remember sh- that?
1: Uh, do you remember that episode of like a quiz show where Ian Lee was on it? And uh, it was like one of the rounds was like Pictionary, and it showed you like a couple of pictures, uh, and you had to guess what band it was based on it. And I think the pictures were, you know, like when you go to Turkey or somewhere and they've got their markets with loads of spice. Yeah. Whatever. Like mounded up. The picture was that. And <clears throat> the other picture was like, I think it was like a couple of, or, or it was a picture of, it was just one picture. I think of like a couple of Asian girls uh, with that, Spice Market or whatever and Ian Lee like said oh yeah that's, uh, that's Corner Shop but it was obviously Spice Girls
0: uh, oh. and everyone
1: just thought he was being like a massive. bit racist <laughs> yeah when I mean, he's like oh no I didn't mean it like that but yeah it's unfortunate isn't it <laughs> I'd love it if he was uh, stealing like clothing
0: and yeah.
1: they wouldn't they can't find him now because He's clothed and they only know what he looks like naked.
0: What he looks like
1: naked. <laughs> have, to do, have to do a naked lineup to identify him.
0: Yeah. Luke, can you I just looked because this is a common topic on the show, but can you tell me which YouTube channel has done a three hour, 34 minute live stream about the death of the Queen? Uh
1: well, I'm going I'm gonna take a wild guess here and just say, is it Brian Harvey
0: TV? It's Brian Harvey TV. <laughs> um, so that that is after we finish recording, that is my evening sorted. Uh amazing. three and a half hours of uh, Brian Harvey Absolutely analyzing amazing. the
1: standards uh, of her match. You know what he's gonna be going on about as well. It'll be yeah uh, pedo paddock.
0: tunnels, yeah, Puddock, Prince Andrew. Yeah, I bet he's got uh, a
1: freeze frame of Puddock pain, his respects to the Queen at Westminster.
0: Yeah, a picture of, I don't know. Have you, I don't, I just remember, have you ever seen a picture of Frank, Bruno, Jimmy Savile, and Peter Sutcliffe? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I just remember that. One of the
1: weirdest, it's what, what was, what was happening there? uh, It was a,
0: it was a Broadmoor. Like a Broadmoor. Yeah, Yeah, it was a Broadmoor. um, And Savile kind of did it as a prank uh, because Bruno didn't know who he was. Didn't know who Sutcliffe was. So it was just like, yeah. can you go and shake hands with that guy there and have a photo with him? And if you're Frank Br- I think it's Frank brother yeah. He, you're like, okay, well, I'm at this event, and I'll go shake hands yeah. with this man Um Brilliant. who turned out to be the Yorkshire Ripper. And
1: they all just had a good laugh about it. Oh, you got me there, Jimmy. Yeah, fucking imagine that. It's... Uh... Peter Sutcliffe was, uh, is he, he's dead now, isn't he? He's dead. Yeah, he died last year.
0: Yeah, Or earlier this year. So apparently but, uh... he was
1: a bit of a, a bit mental, wasn't he? Because, like, I mean, obviously he was mental, but he was a bit like, uh, someone said he had a bit of a ruck with one of the Crays when he was inside.
0: Really?
1: Yeah, apparently he beat up Reggie Cray or something like that. And uh, but then everyone was like, oh yeah, you know that's he's he's quite dangerous because he done that. But then I think when you looked at it, you work it out. I think Reggie Cray was like in his seventies or
0: something when he beat him up. It's like oh. hey, Kiwi like Gaskins, the serial killer who killed that man in prison while he was having a poo. <laughs> and the guy was like the guy was like the like the toughest prisoner. And he got like all this, all these kind of rewards, and people feared him, and nobody knew that he'd actually just walked in and st- stabbed a guy while he was having a blow the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I mean, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> I I love it. I've I've been uh, like looking into uh, loads of sort of murder cases and stuff recently. Just I mean, mainly listening to like podcasts and that about it. But some of the the sort of demises that that killers set themselves up for because they're just absolutely stupid is uh oh, it's fucking brilliant, man.
0: I love it. Yeah, there's been some classics. I read a book a while back about Charles Starkweather who him and his um underage girlfriend basically were like the inspiration for um badlands and true romance and uh, natural born yeah. killers and quite a lot of other films but he was so dumb that he killed four people in a house and about a week later went back there it's like obviously people will be well, looking yeah. for you there and well, um yeah. yeah he also kept a bunch of the murders happened because he got his car stuck in the mud and loads of people came to see what was happening, and he didn't want to get caught, so he just shot them. Brilliant. I was
1: was listening to, uh, earlier on today, I was listening to an episode of Small Town Murder, and it was was an episode about this guy. I do like Small Town Murder. uh, It's it's brilliant. It's probably one of my favourite listens now, but it's about this uh, teenager that killed his mum, and uh, he's obviously, he wasn't even a suspect originally. He was just like, they didn't think he would have done it at all. Um, it was sort of like a on the verge of becoming a bit of a cold case, if you like. And then he just decided to write a letter uh, and send it to the police saying, oh, yeah, I had to kill her because I loved her and uh, she wouldn't marry me. Uh, and just so that, you know, I'm going to kill her son next. Uh, so they called her son in and was like, uh just do us a favour and uh, write out, do some samples of your handwriting for us. And obviously they determined that it was him that wrote the letter. So he like put himself in the frame, even though he wasn't a suspect. And uh, then he was like, oh yeah, some guy jumped in my truck and uh, held a gun to me and made me write the letter. And they was like, well, can you tell us what he looked like then? Because he was really close to you. Give us a description. I said, "Oh, I didn't really get a look of his face because he was crying the whole time, so I couldn't make out what his face looked like." And he was just digging himself in deeper and deeper holes. That man uh, was Rodri Gates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was him that wrote the poem and sent it in. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you, if anyone like listening to this has hasn't listened to that podcast. I'll give him a free bit of uh, publicity to all of our our army of listeners. Uh, just say go and listen to it because it is excellent.
0: And also, if you have never heard of Roddy Gates, uh, go look okay. up who he is. I'm not going to no. give you a ten minute explainer on who Roddy Gates is. Absolute icon. Yeah. <laughs> Did you yeah. have any more any more news or weirdness or um I'm just trying to think. I don't think I've got any more sort of uh
1: weird news stories. I was just trying to think if there's any sort of weirdness that's happened uh to me in general, really. I think <clears throat> the, the only thing I was gonna mention is I downloaded an app called Rando Nautica. Uh and it's like you click on it. And it gives you a random location within like a mile of where you are, basically. Uh, but when you click it, it, it sort of says, Oh, you have to make an intention uh, in your head or whatever. And it, and it like, it, it somehow knows it obviously doesn't. It's bullshit, but somehow knows that and that random location will give you uh, what you've sort of what your intention is. So, a lot of people, basically, a lot of people do it, and they like think of like their intention is like money um, or death or something. And people, there's loads of YouTube videos where people like go to that location and they'll find like uh, a bag full of money that's been left there. Um, I'm
0: gonna do mine, and then when I get there, it's gonna be Stan Dollymore <coughs> in a car, and he's gonna take me dogging. <coughs>
1: yeah. He's just going to take you out dogging. You're going to stop off at Ulrika's house and give her a duffing up. Um, Hang out with gonna John Gregory. It's going to be a full, full-on Collymore experience. But uh, yeah, I've, I've downloaded this app and I've like pressed it a couple of times. I, I I've done it the other day when I was walking home from work, but all of the locations were behind me as in places that I'd just been and I re- I just couldn't be bothered to turn around and walk back there, so... Uh, I just, I and I mean, if
0: there had yet. been like a big bag of money, there you would have seen it already.
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, some of the places were like out of the way. Um, and to be honest, my intentions were never sort of like when I'd done it. The intention that I had in my head was always tits. It was, uh, it was, it was never like money or death or something. And I was just hoping that it would give me a location that, you know, when I'm walking to work in the morning or walking home someone's left their curtains open and i just get a little glimpse of some a
0: nice tits. bonus really. boobs nice yeah nice.
1: that's just i just thought that i'm not going to be greedy here but if the cosmic even was, even
0: one tit is fine doesn't even have to be two. Tit,
1: even if it was a man uh a bit of rick waller's topless rick waller just an yeah. old print out from the early 2000s that you know, in
0: some sort of poly pocket that survived the test of time. Have I ever told you Britney Spears story on this podcast? I'm sure you know the story about how I, um, my uh, Britney Spears entrepreneurship.
1: What? I don't think I've never. You've never told me there.
0: I'm sure you know the story. When I was in a primary school, when I was <laughs> in year six in primary school, I got banned from using our um, school computer because I was using it to print out pictures of Britney Spears and sell them. Um, <laughs> so I was selling them to lads in my class. <laughs> I think it was something like 70p. It was 50p or 70p. Um, and Peter Williams got caught stuffing one in his bag and gave oh, up where he got it from. Brilliant. And so I got banned from doing it for the rest of the year. And oh, they called mate. my dad, who I think found it funny. Um, but yeah, <laughs> basically um was just using the school computer for my lunch hour to print oh. off pictures of Britney in like <laughs> cheerleader outfits and send it to l- sell them to lads in my class. <laughs> Have I genuinely never told you that before?
1: I've never heard that, but it's just absolutely brilliant. I- I uh, there's just so much going on there isn't there really, you know, (laughs) the fact that someone's actually paying money for a fully the thing is
0: the thing is though you (laughs) don't remember this is like um this is like two thousand or two thousand and one, so it's not like yeah it's not like people could they could but that would a (laughs) cost more and it's not like they could just Google pictures of Britney on their phone. You no, know, no, no, this was no. like, this was our only, re, this was our best chance of just having a picture of Britney Spears to <laughs> carry around at an affordable price. <laughs> I was like, a, did you think about it? My shit's probably cost like two or three quid. I was like the Amstrad oh, of Britney Spears I was just going to say Alan Sugar. Yeah, because oh my God. I made it affordable for the common year six boy. That's how Hugh Hefner so, started, mate. Yeah, but anyway, He'd that was a, that was the end of my entrepreneur streak. <laughs> I would
1: absolutely love to see you go on Dragons Den with that business
0: model. So yeah, basically, just print picture of uh, it. Wouldn't, it wouldn't work <laughs> now, but like twenty years ago, it would have worked it did work until it got stopped the so only thing the only thing that took me that, down right? yeah the only thing that took me down was authority i had a profitable <laughs> business
1: yeah but the man because, especially like
0: especially because i wasn't paying for any of the paper it yeah, was yeah. the school's paper so yeah you was for me was there was yeah there was no i wasn't 100% paying for the profit. internet the computer yeah
1: It was a totally
0: profit-making enterprise. Not even an overhead projector. (laughs)
1: It's amazing, mate. (laughs) Oh, absolutely brilliant! Yeah, no, I've never heard that one before. But uh, if you've, I can't
0: can't believe that has never come up in.
1: Neither can I. However, many years of us being mates, I told this one
0: at work a bit ago, and it still gets mentioned sometimes. (laughs)
1: <laughs> what do you get people at work going? Oh, can you? Dave's at the printer. What's he printing yeah. off? <laughs> Amazing. Oops, is... I
0: did it again. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember oh. when um, Celtic won the travel and they had that bus that said, "Oops, we did it again."
1: Oh yeah, that's. I mean, so good, me. really. But I don't know.
0: I, I don't really like salty, but hoops, We Did It Again" was very good.
1: It was more. I think I was more sort of worried by the uh, Neil Lennon in a tight leather air hostess outfit on the top deck of their celebration bus.
0: I'd be up for that. <laughs>
1: I think they would as well to be fair.
0: Right. On that, shall we leave it there on that horrible yeah, on mental that image?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've got no more. I can't I can't in, improve this episode anymore more by adding anything onto it than that. That's the, definitely ended on a high note there, mate.
0: All right, perfect. Thanks for listening, Luke. Enjoy as always, and catch you <laughs> later. Bye. See ya.